Well, if you wanted to go on a good trip, you should have gone on the Sloop John A. This week on the Story Song Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode, we walk you through the world of a story song. And this week, it's summer, you guys. I hope everyone out there is enjoying their summer. And we are talking uh, about a very appropriate band for summer. Uh, It's our first Beach Boys song, you guys. Uh, Very exciting. We're doing Sloop John B., Mm. By Who the is Beach a Boys. member of the Beach Boys. He is not. Oh. No. Um, <laughs> and I, I learned what a sloop was yeah. in doing the research. It's not that exciting. It's a ship. I mean, oh. I guess I probably oh, could have guessed that. Well, I guess I could have guessed. I also, I always just kind of thought the name of the ship was just Sloop John B. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know, like the like the distinguished, you know, <laughs> so and so or something. Like it was like a title, like Sir John B. Yeah, yeah. Sir, like, Sir, John, Sir John Beach yeah. Boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Excuse but, me, Sloop. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sloop Doggy Dog, right? Hey, 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 hang, hey, hey, hang on oh. there, Sloopy. Hang on. <laughs> Hold on. Sloopy. Nice. Sloopy, hang on. <laughs> just get uh, that. I figure we'll just get that out of the way now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> let's let's do them all real quick. Right. Uh, Sloopy and the Red Baron. S- yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, Sloop, I guess there that's- it is. Sloop yeah. Baby. Oh yeah. Okay. I want a sloop baby. We'll just go on and on and on and on. Feel free to leave your your own in the comments down below. <laughs> exactly. Is this a YouTube? Actually, we'll leave a Are space here. You just you shut out your own stupid pun uh, <laughs> right now. All right. Good. This is good our, for you. Uh, good that was for our you. audience participation part of the podcast. We come on the sloop, John B. First thing I want to say is listening to this song, you know, you'd hear this song when when I was a kid every once in a while. And I always thought this song was about a little kid and his grandfather who went on like a day trip on a boat and it was and it was real bad because this is the first thing I don't understand. Now I understand that, you know, this guy's working on the boat right. or whatever. But he's it's so specific, the grandfather. Right. My grandfather and me. By the way, that never comes back. Yeah. His grandfather is never mentioned again. So it's a weird specific to throw out there right at the top. This feels like this is going to be a story about him and his grandfather. Classic story structure, by the way. Right? Yeah, You're it imagining feels like, like there's going to be a lot more history to it. Yes. Or like if this was a movie, like the grandfather's played by like Ed Asner, right? And he's and they're like and 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 he's kind of grumpy at first, but they're gonna yeah. learn a lot about each other yeah. by the end. And there's probably a dog involved, so you're ready for like a story about the guy and his grandfather, right? Maybe it's something even like heartwarming. A ca- 
Right. Maybe it's even like a like a cat's cradle. Uh, cat's cradle. Cat's in the cradle. Cat's cradle is very different. Cat's in the cradle. Um, with with the grandfather, right? But no, grandfather never comes back. And then also, he's working on the boat with his grandfather. Yeah. Uh, presumably, we can we can discuss that in a second. But like, how old is this grandfather that he's working on a boat? Also. Him and the grandfather going out all over town, getting drunk, getting into <laughs> fights. Where's the dad? Listen, <laughs> why is the grandfather and the grandson? I'm pretty doing sure. This? I'm pretty sure the dad and the grandfather got into a fight, and whoever won mm. got to raise the boy. I guess so. And the grandfather. <laughs> I'm guessing the grandfather is like. Uh, is like. I think his name is Pappy from Popeye. Sure. Uh, played by. I want to say Burgess Meredith. But that's I don't it's think not, that's it's no. not. But he's I think I I'm I, I picture the grandfather as that guy. Like he's like, oh, right. you're just soft. I'll I'll raise this boy, right? So well, that, I guess that's the, the question. Is, I mean the grandfather's Sloop John B Senior and <laughs> the narrator's uh Sloop John B the third. Right. Sloop John B's junior is was completely too soft. out of the picture. Yeah. You know what? Sloop uh his his father got so seasick got so seasick <laughs> decided to open up a curtain store right yeah, in i was gonna port. say yeah wasn't a sailor yeah. like his father right yeah yeah sometimes like, it like, skips a generation the sea like skip a generation yeah i think so Is that what you're thinking yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah um well when i was what th- that's another question that i had not considered in, uh, until you guys brought it up i mean do we think like the do we, are we saying the grandfather raised the grandson, or, or are they just like drinking buddies? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are they just like co workers and drinking buddies, which is a weird thing to be. Both those things are weird things to be with your grandfather. Well, do we know that, that they are like working on the ship? We don't. Cause well, so, to me, like, it, he it says, seems like, it seems like ahead. he took his grandfather on like a trip. Like, right. hey, we're going to the Bahamas. Well, again, that's on, what on I this boat. You think <laughs> originally? This takes, you think it's you think Sloop John B is like a carnival cruise line? Right. No, I think it's his boat. Ship? No, <laughs> no, it's not his mo- boat. Most most cruise lines don't have sails. It's a but real they, slow cruise ship. Some fancy ones do, but no, I. What he? You think he's just hanging out on a boat? No, well, they're getting into fights in Nassau. Right. Well, that's the thing that I, again, when I was a little kid and I admittedly was ignoring the drinking all night part, uh, probably because I didn't fully understand what it meant, but I always imagined this was a little kid and his grandfather, again, like going on a nice little day trip on a boat and then the, the, the trip is, is, is no good and he wants, and he wants to go home. That's another thing you would say as a kid a lot, right? Is I want to go home. Right. So that also made sense, but Looking at it, and that was the only context I could imagine someone like just hanging out with their grandfather <laughs> was if they were like a little kid and the grandfather was taking him out for the day. But yeah, no, I mean, I, the fact that he's he's out drinking, uh, you know, leads me to believe he's at least, you know, an adult or, or, or approaching adulthood. Or maybe they just um, went to like juice bars. Okay. Oh, no. It's a booze cruise. It's just a oh, booze okay. cruise. Maybe it's just a booze right. cruise. Who's to say they're working on it? Who's to say it's a long trip? Maybe it's just a booze cruise. 
I've been on some booze cruises that feel like they're a long trip and midway through you think, I, I want to go home. <laughs> yeah. That guy who is as old as my grandfather is beating up that other guy. <laughs> I want to go home. Yeah. Ray Walston. I mean, Ray Walston, by the way. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. If that part um, in the beginning gets cut out, it's going to make no sense. It's just That's random fine. Ray Walston in the middle of, uh, of this episode. Actually, now I am going to take that part out, just so there's an inexplicable <laughs> shouting of Ray Walston for no reason. That's our thing. Uh, you have to listen to every episode to find out when we started just shouting Ray Walston in the middle of an episode. Right. But I exactly. will. But, I, 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 but here's, here's what I think. First of all, young Dan, I would like to say, you are not, you know, we... You are not to blame to think that this is just a day trip because it's uh-huh. a, because it's a Beach Boys song. It feels like right. it should be that way. <laughs> and it's the same right. reason why I think every it's a Beach Boys song is a day trip. They just yeah. like we were just having fun today think and then we'll have fun it. tomorrow. But right now we're talking about today. Right. But it's like we're driving in a, you know, a dune buggy. Now we're surfing yep. over here. Now where i don't know in my room santa claus is <laughs> has a has a souped up uh sleigh <laughs> and now we're going on a day trip like that's kind of what the the beach boys and, were and, that was their thing and now we're ending the day with a booze cruise right yeah um yeah by the way rachel uh yep. i don't think i've ever been on a booze cruise really? but i well i was gonna say i mean especially as like a work function because there are a few things i can imagine a worse hell as being at one of those work functions and then you can't just leave when you want to. You know what I mean? Like, I would just have this, like, just creeping anxiety of, like, but what if I just want to go home and I can't? Much like the gentleman in the song. Yeah, um, I, I've been you, on... You can't just go home. In my life, I've been on at least four of of just those types of cruises where they <laughs> oh. are company company cruises. Yeah. Cause I that's mean, all I'm going to say about that. It's been a while since I've done like a real work function like that, but yeah. I, I mean, I am the master of the Irish goodbye in those situations. Sure. I just, I'm just gone, and then the next day, there's a lot of very, <laughs> well, there's a lot of very performative, like, oh, you didn't, I said goodbye, you didn't hear, you must not have heard me, because I definitely <laughs> said goodbye. Yeah, you were talking to Steve, and I came over and I said, ah, oh, I guess you just didn't, I guess you just don't remember. Yeah, it's a total. Because when I want to, I'm out. I'm out. I don't yeah. want to do a whole big goodbye in those situations. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to the. Do that a lot on this so, podcast too. You just <laughs> just walk away. So I will. Walk away I will from the say, microphone. I do think. I do think this guy is working on the boat. However, yeah. I will say the nature of what this boat is, and what his role in in it, and what's happening. I don't. I don't know. No clue. Because yeah, there's a there's a lot here. Now I will say. To, to spoil the next segment just a little bit, that this is a bohemian, the bohemian, I'm such an idiot. This is a boha, uh, no, from the Bahamas. How Bahamian. would you say that? Bah- Bahamian. 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 This is a folk song from the Bahamas. There we go. Um, uh, that was originally published in like 1916. So there's probably a lot of uh, context here that we don't, we don't know. Right. <laughs> this probably, this might've made more sense uh back then and and in that area um that i don't understand i i mean did they hang out with their grandfathers a lot uh, maybe <laughs> i don't know True. uh is is grandfather like a slang term for your best friend i don't know maybe <laughs> but um yeah that that one's still weird again 
I've already said this, but the fact that he mentions his grandfather, him and his grandfather, I mean, I guess they have to be working on the boat, because he says, we come on the Sloop John D. Unless he's just talking about the crew and him excluding the grandfather, and just him and the grandfather going out drinking and fighting, and then he has to work the next day, um, and he feels all hungover and terrible, that's possible. But it seems like him and the grandfather are both working on the boat. And him and the grandfather spent all night drinking and fighting right. before they, they both had work the next day, and now they're both hungover. Um, just weird as all. Well. Not impossible, <laughs> I suppose, uh, but it seems like a weird dynamic is, yeah. is all I'm trying to say. Maybe it's three generations of sailors. But that might, but that that's what we said in the beginning, Michael. Where's yeah, the dad? Where's the dad? Why is it it's, just the grandfather and the grandson hanging out? It's two he's, generations. If it was him and his he's, father, he's, like, he's, it, like if the dad was showing him the ropes... On how to be a sailor, that would make a lot more sense. The grandfather thing is weird. That's I don't know. All. The, maybe the father's a square, and he's just like early day tomorrow. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, again, that's, that's well, what maybe I'm that's, that's a good point. Well, no, you said he wasn't a sailor. Maybe he is a sailor. He's just like he takes his job seriously. <laughs> the dad's like, look, I'm in bed at nine thirty, okay? Because right. I got to be up early. I'm up at five, and I'm out at the boat. I'm untying ropes. I'm scraping barnacles. I don't know what sailors do, but I, ma- I imagine there's probably a lot of rigmarole they, that goes uh, they into it. They scrape the so. barnacles off her hull. Sure. So you he's, go. you know, the the dad, he's he's a dedicated sailor. He's doing all right. These two knuckleheads, they're out drinking all night, and they, they roll in, you know, with their uh, with their iced coffees. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know. Why are you wearing at, sunglasses? At, no reason. At 7.58, the boat's taken off at 8 o'clock. Like, they're running down the little... Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, pl- gangplank there, being like, "Hold on, we're here, we're here, we're here," you know, and like, he, and the dad can just tell they're all hungover. Can everybody just you know? keep it down on the ship, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you? Can someone please shut those seagulls up? I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> So a couple of things. He's like, I want to go home. But then he's like, let's get that sail up. Hoist up that John B. sail. So are they in port and they're heading out? Or is he saying like, hoist up the sail so we can go back to land and I can get off this stupid boat? I think he's saying that. I think what happened was they had an evening in Nassau in the uh-huh. Bahamas. Right. Got- and by the way, yeah, for Michael, this is not, he's not in Seaford. This is not, he's not in Oyster Bay. This is not Nassau County. Yeah. He's in Nassau yeah. uh, in the he's Bahamas. On a, yeah, he's on no, I, 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 Long Island. Uh, I cracked that code. Long Island yeah. Expressway. So, okay. So, Rachel, you think they're out in the ocean they're, and he wants this the sail to go up so that they can sail yeah. home. They are. Okay. They had a night in port. They fought. They did a little, cur- they had a little kerfuffle. They had a little drink drink. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. And, he and granddad get back on the boat. And they're floating away. Next thing you know, it's the morning, and they're in the middle of the ocean. And he's like, "Why?" So, are we oh, just so you think they left? Along? You think yeah. they left in the middle of the night? Yes. Oh. Or See, like, I don't know how. I don't or, know. How, I don't know how like boating works in this context. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I get like I don't know. Is it like a is it like a nine to five job where you show up 
like in the morning (laughs) again with your with your with your macchiato and uh and get on the boat and then like you know at the end of the day you come home or like i don't know no i think that he i think that what it is is at some point they went back into the water and they're doing whatever they're doing fishing being pirates i don't know captain philipping i don't know well but um yeah yeah but I was only saying you're about you're getting ahead of me because I was about to in the next bit be like, what is happening on this boat? But, what are they doing? But they're in the middle of doing that and they're bobbing up and down and he's like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm nauseous from drinking and this is the worst thing I've ever done. Hoist up those sails and somebody calls somebody on shore because I'm getting out of here. You know, I th- this is a thought that I've never had before and it makes sense because why would I? But you know in like a movie when they they pull into port and they're on like shore leave yeah. or whatever and they're like and they're all, they get drunk in the bar or whatever and sometimes I guess I guess they went back to the ship to sleep, right? Yeah. Okay. They live they This is what I'm saying. If they work on this ship, they live on this ship. Right, 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 right. For a certain but this, period of time. But this this Nassau town where they are uh again, not Farmingdale. Uh this isn't this is on an <laughs> island. Uh this Nassau town where they live, this, or, or where they are, this is not where they live. No. This is where the boat right. stopped yes. for the night. Yeah. Okay. This is- Nassau's I, a party town. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is on the town, but in uh, the Bahamas. Um, uh-huh. Yes. Nassau, Nassau. <laughs> I, but I think, it's, I think it's the former. Rachel, you want ladder? No, I, I've never in my life known which is which, so just go Formers for it. Former's first, latter second. Thank you. So you were the second one? I, I was, whatever the yep. other, I, I'm disagreeing with Rachel, is what I'm Thank saying. Thank you. Okay. I think, I think they are, I think they were in port, and right. he, I don't know how long they're docked there for, but I think, I think uh, Sloop John B. the Third is like, oh, let's get I the hell see. out of here. Because yeah, yeah. Because he says, uh, "Hoist up the John B. sail." Like, the right, sails, right, 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 right. If they're out in the ocean, the sails up. Well, Otherwise, unless they're like right, right, rowing. Right. right. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, I don't know. Again, my extreme ignorance in all of this is is about to shine through like the brightest light ever. <laughs> but I didn't know if they were like some kind of fishermen. Or like a whaling vessel. Like, do you get to a point in the ocean and like drop anchor and like put the sails down to like just chill there for a while? I don't. I don't know. Or if like, are they? You know, right. are, are should the sails always be up? Because yes, Michael, that what you're saying makes sense. Is that if they're not at their home, what they're saying is hoist up those sails. Let's go home. Let's go back to where we come right. from. Yeah, and get off this boat because otherwise, if we get off. Here or we stay here. Uh, where are we gonna sleep? Where uh, where's all our friends? Yeah. Where, where's 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 my father slash son? Uh, yeah, uh, that I, I want to hang out with. So I think he's basically saying like, just there's there's a, a feeling of like movement in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I think he's mm-hmm. like, let's just get the ship moving. Yep. Like he wants to get out of port so that he can go home. Oh. Ship. Okay, get this ship moving. Yes. Yeah. I Got think it. you also is, did Michael, I not say that? I think, I'm pretty sure I said that. Oh no, you said it. I just didn't okay. hear that. I'm, just, I'm gonna. I, yeah, I'm gonna call it a boat from now on. <laughs> well, you also it, Michael, it is technically a ship. Yes. You also. What's the difference? It ship is matter. a big boat, Dan. Um. 
If you, you if you also, call a ship a boat, you're going to get people mad at you. Okay. I mean, if anyone knows anything about boating, they're very angry at me already. And we're not even halfway <laughs> through the song. Um, you may have answered the next question I had, Michael. Yes. Which is what I was about to say was, the, the another, another part of the song I've never understood is, uh, hoist up the John B. sail. See how the mainsail sets. Call for the captain ashore. Let me go home. Let me go home. Call for the captain ashore. Why isn't the captain on the boat? <laughs> Why is the captain on the shore? But, but, but that makes sense if they're like, look, where's the captain? Get him. Tell him to get his I ass on the boat. It. Yeah. Put this sail up and let's get out of here. I so think they're important. It's not so much. So it's not so much that they're in the middle of the water and he's like, I want to go back to shore. He's like, let's get the sail up, yeah. let's get the captain on board, and let's go home. Let's get out of here. Let's get this show on the road. Yeah, That's I, what think, he's I think they're yeah. in port. I no, think I everyone's, the captain was like, you guys are in the Bahamas, so like, fun day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hang yes. out on the beach. We got everybody be back here by 8 o'clock for the buffet, but then yep. do what you want. Free day. Free day for everybody. <laughs> yep. That's it. And That's it. Everybody has a voucher for one free drink. At the local yep. pub. Absolutely. And, you know, Sloop John B. the Third is like, where is this captain? He's like hanging out with, with like the other sailors, like getting an Orange Julius on shore. <laughs> right. And like being like, you know what? Beach day. Beach day, you guys? Let's go beach. Yeah. yeah. So they went to the beach. Let's chill out at the beach. And, uh, I feel like a real beach boy. <laughs> that captain. <laughs> and he laughs and starts with like, we don't know what you're talking about. What's yeah. happening? We, we've been on the ocean for months. We haven't we gotten new records. It's, in... it's 1916. We don't know what you're talking yeah. about. You ever, you ever try and play a record in the middle of the ocean? That thing skips. <laughs> like a light bulb moment this entire yeah. song makes sense to me now thank you michael I know. i'm yeah I am <laughs> you, you honestly solve this I in a way because i was going to originally i was going to ask or i've always asked well how did the constable get to them in the middle of the ocean yes but they're in port okay yeah, that makes that, sense that port is the rosetta stone of this song <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 and like why is the first mate getting drunk just randomly on the boat while they're sailing fun day. they should have a fun day, day. But now I know it's just, this is just a carnival. Th this basically tells the story of almost every carnival cruise that's ever happened. <laughs> sure. Somebody gets into a fight. The cops have to come. Yeah. yeah and everybody yeah. just kind of wants to go home two days in. So, but I still have a question, which is that, first of all, another like random specific detail uh, we already mentioned the grandfather who never comes back. <laughs> Sheriff John Stone is the only named character in the, he gets his own spotlight. Yeah. His name is Sheriff John Stone. Everybody, everybody okay. and the ship are all named John in this. And he, oh, that's true. I didn't even yeah. think of that. Yeah. Um, is he, is he a constable or a sheriff? First of all. Um, and then the second question is when he's like, Sheriff John Stone, why don't you leave me alone? Who's yeah. saying that? Is that the first mate who's saying that, or is that uh, our narrator who's saying that? The, maybe the narrator's the first mate. 
Well, no. that's the next question. What, we well, know I was that he s- got drunk. He's, we have yeah, two drunk people. But he wouldn't. Yeah. He's just in the. He's just calling himself the first mate all of a sudden. Like he's right. trying to like deflect blame. <laughs> no. He's having I, a disassociative episode where he's, yeah, he's right? seeing himself what do is, stuff. What is this? Sloop John Sybil? Um, yeah. Mike, Michael's starting us in the fight club. Right. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, I. I, I mean, I think he's maybe just the they're maybe what it is. The constable, a bunch of cops come on. They're taking away the first mate and they're trying to, like, rustle everybody up because they're an unruly group of sailors who are in port just right. to make trouble. But yeah. he's just well, a little it's, kid it's, with his granddad and he just wants to have a fun day. But the sheriff is like, no, everybody's in trouble. And he just wants to go home. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe the cops just hassling them because they, yeah, they, they yeah, he I'm considers saying. these guys a bad element. Right. They come into port, they get drunk, they're starting fights. Now this guy's stealing stuff, and he's just basically he's just hassling. Even though he's only arresting the first mate, he's just hassling right everybody. That's what I think. Now maybe you guys could clear this up for me, um, just so I can picture this correctly. Sheriff John Stone. Hmm. Is that the is that the guy from uh, the Game of Thrones show? Uh, what you think about John, John Snow? Snow? Yes. Okay. All right. That yeah, clears yeah. it up. Yep, That's better. Because I was I was definitely picturing. <laughs> <laughs> what was that guy's name? Kit. Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington. Yeah. 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 You're yeah, just picturing yeah. somebody coming on with like a big like wolf fur coat on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is a bad choice in the Bahamas. <laughs> I don't know. Woo! I am hot in this thing. It is. I mean, most people. I mean, we're the people who invented uh, suit with shorts, and here's me in this giant <laughs> woolly thing. What was I thinking? What oh was my I thinking? Gosh. I, it, it must be unseasonably warm. I was told winter is coming. <laughs> I'm getting prepared for winter. Yes, maybe it is literally years away, but I am. Who's going to be laughing? Uh, probably you, because I'm going to die of heat stroke in this thing. <laughs> Uh, okay, so again, Sheriff John Stone, only named character in the song, mm-hmm. I guess, other than Sloop John B. So, I mean, um, not that, not that, I mean, do, in your research, Dan, you didn't hear anything yes. about John Stone. Maybe he's just nope. a famous sheriff from the Bahamas that used to, you know, still picture give everybody Snow. trouble. I can't, I don't know. I do, I do know one, I came across one thing. Okay. That's not very interesting. But I could tell you anyway. Great. That's what we want for our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what I read in like the song facts was that people now think that it probably was not Sheriff John Stone, but Sheriff Johnstone. Like his whole last name was Johnstone because Johnstone is a a common name in the Bahamas. Again, not interesting. But it would be kind of like saying like Sheriff Smith or like Sheriff Jones. Like it was just a very common a very common name, right. so it was kind of just like a generic name to put on it. Okay, but um, Dan, you yeah. were right. That was not very interesting. I, I, I mean, I did. I, I I tried to be as honest about it as I could before I, I got disclaimer. there. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was anyway. interesting. It wasn't like interesting, interesting. It was interesting. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. That's 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 cool. That's that's the thing I'll take to my grave. Yeah. Um, we're not going to do whether I want with to that. whether I want to or not. Right. Um. Yeah. So, so when he broke into the captain's mm-hmm. trunk, um, what I'm guessing is that the captain had a vaudeville act, and that was like all of his costumes and props. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, he had like a uh, like a ventriloquist dummy in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That was that was yeah, the trunk. Like... He traveled with this trunk of mm-hmm. all of his his props for his right. act. Right. I like it. This is a vaudeville yeah. ship. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is showboat. Yeah. This is showboat. It's showboat. Oh, oh sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, uh, they they might have <laughs> they might have a uh, oh what are those called. They might have a steamship up north, but we've got sailing showboats <laughs> down here. Hoist up those sails and sing Old Man River. <laughs> yeah. Fish got to swim, uh, uh, birds got to fly. Yep. I got to hoist up those sails. So uh, the constable, Sheriff John Stone, arrests the first mate. On the way, on the way, on the way off the boat, he just, he just gives our narrator... A, a, a little bit of hassle. Yep. Probably like probably like pushes the grandfather a little bit. He's a real jerk. Um, <laughs> but this guy, you know, he I mean he don't care about the trunk. I mean it's not his trunk, but he just wants this is like slowing everything down. Right. He just wants to go home, and now there's this whole you know, please hold. There's police activity up ahead, and so now we gotta <laughs> wait here. Um, he feels so broke up. I want to go home. So hoist up the John B. sail. See how the main sail sets. Call for the captain ashore. Let me go home. Get tell the captain to get on the boat. Let's go. Let's go. I want to go now. Uh, he's I, buying I, novelty T-shirts uh, now. Oh god! You do not need a frog made out of seashells. <laughs> <laughs> but look how uh, cute it is. No. Look, look. It sings to Macarena. It has um, googly eyes. <laughs> eventually, uh, the narrator is just gonna be like, you know what? I am the captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at me. What are you gonna do look about at it? me. I am the captain now. <laughs> right. Um, now look at the now look at the googly eyes on the shell. <laughs> now look back at me. I'm still the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get the captain. He's at Senor Frogs again. <laughs> He's doing body shots. Come on, Captain. Now, here's our third and final mystery. Let's see if we can figure <laughs> this one out. <laughs> The cook goes crazy. He got the fits. He threw away the grits, and then he ate the corn. So my question is: first of all, <laughs> is that the only food? Like, did did he? Were they just having grits and corn? Which terrible breakfast to start with. Yeah. Um, but it, and is corn, like grits or corn. Well, I guess I don't know. Maybe corn is just like easy to to transport or it, or it lasts. So maybe like everything is corn based on, on the boat <laughs> food wise. Oh, I don't know. Oh, the corn cruise, the corn yeah. Cruise. again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Again, right. my, my lack of understanding of how shipping works no, around the I turn think, of the century. You know what happened is, is coming the, back to haunt me, but the midnight buffet times have been tough. The midnight buffet is just <laughs> sure. grits and corn. Now they spent all the but, money on the ice sculpture. Yeah. But my question is the, the cook, right? He goes crazy. He throws away, my grits. So is he only throwing away this guy's grits? And then he ate he he eats his corn. Just his corn? Nobody else's corn? This guy threw away his grits and ate his corn. 
Yep. Like, wait, he's going to be like, why, first of all, why are you targeting me? And also, second of all, Grandpa, can I have a little bit of your grits, please? <laughs> I'm starving. Like, wh- what? This is so weird. And then my, I always imagined the cook just standing in front of him, just shoveling corn in his mouth. Like, this is your corn. Now nah, it's mine. Oh, oh, oh. Like, what? A, what? why would he eat his corn? What a weird thing to do. You want to know why? he did go crazy. Wh- want to know yeah. why? Because nobody else is being a crybaby like this guy. I guess that's Saying true. he wants to go home. Yeah, yeah. You want to go home so bad? Guess what? No food for you. Right. <laughs> None. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eat your tears. Get out of here. Now it's I mean, garbage. you think the cook? You think the cook maybe is like the grandfather, and he's like, you know what? If this is the way you're gonna act, yeah. then you don't get any corn. <laughs> That's All right. right. Until you learn. No, 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 no. Until you learn how to behave. Okay, like a grown-up, then no, you don't get any corn, wait, and I'm going to eat it right in front of you. Wait until your father hears about this. <laughs> wait until I tell my son, Sloop John yeah. B. Jr. <laughs> um, or this guy's still drunk, and he's being kind of rowdy in- Right. Uh, Who, the cook or, the, or our narrator? Narrator. Oh. Yeah. In, he's kind of rowdy in the dining hall, and the cook is just like- you know what? Enough of this. Yeah. But it's so Ed Asner, how- would you like to step in? And as Ed Asner does, he's <laughs> too nice a guy. So uh, yeah. he takes his grits, throws them away, says now it's garbage, and mm. eats his corn in front of him. And he just he sits there at the table like, let me go home. Right. But why didn't he home? This is the worst it's... trip I've ever been on. Man. <laughs> it's weird how he throws away the grits, but eats the corn. Like, why doesn't he throw away both? Or eat both, or like cook's it's, gotta eat it, too. I know, but well, the cook should have his own food. Why is he eating this guy's corn? No, he gets and two then corns. again, is this is this all the food? Like, is this like two out of nine courses? And he's like, well, at least I <laughs> at least I still have my steak and carrots and right. potato. I just don't have the corn <laughs> and the grits. It's not gonna be the same without the corn. <laughs> He threw away or, my grits. I guess all I have is this surfing turf. Yeah, I mean, is this guy just really like corn? Like that he's that he's, he's so sad. Like it's kind of my. Oh yeah, there's a whole buffet. The whole... He just picked the grits and the corn. Yeah, it just ties the whole meal together. You know, the corn. Like, uh, man, it stinks. Um, he's like, I've gone yeah. vegan on this ship. This ship isn't vegan enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But why? Like, so weird. I just. I, I mean, that is such a weird. Another weird specific. That the that the cook makes corn for him, presumably cook the corn and then ate the corn that was for that guy, <laughs> and again like can't he can't just like be like hey man can everyone just give me like a little bit of their corn and then I'll have enough <laughs> corn for me like he only ate my corn and he threw away my grits everyone else got grits everyone's I'm looking I'm looking around I see nothing but grits <laughs> everywhere uh, I don't have any grits because he threw away my specific grits I don't think the cook went crazy I think he's just bullying me. Like he's 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 clearly targeting me. I don't know. Not fair. Maybe if you didn't cry so much. I mean, you called, you called the sheriff. You tattled on us. (laughs) You deserve everything you get. You keep calling the captain away from his wet t-shirt contest. He was (laughs) winning. He was gonna win that wet t-shirt contest. (laughs) You pulled him away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the captain of that contest. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody's mad at you now. Oh man. Um. Oh, yeah, did he call the sheriff? Maybe that's why everyone's mad at him. Maybe. Because he totally ratted that guy out. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then, uh, all right. It is well, a now great, this guy's- the great, the last line is so good. 
This is the worst trip I've ever been on. First of <laughs> all, classic really and just what a great last line. Also, you though, if a he's story. a sailor, if he's a sailor working on this ship, um, it's not a trip, buddy. This is your job. <laughs> right. Well, we still like right. I think part of the, the problem the- is you see it as a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, and that language is, again, what led me to think that this was like a like a three hour tour that they were taking originally. Right. Um, but we still not answered the question. What are they doing on this ship? Like, I, what kind of work are they doing? I mean, maybe they're Corn. not. Now I don't know. Maybe they're not working. Maybe they are just there for a trip and everybody else is just really mean. <laughs> I mean, yeah, could they just I mean, be like. It could like, be an actual. No, it wouldn't be a cruise ship because there are sails. Well, but I mean, I don't it, know. I mean, again, it's, it's 1916. Nice. It's 1916. Like, do they have cruise ships like that? But could you well, take a ships. trip? Could you take a trip, though, um, on, like, a sailboat? I don't know. I don't know. Or I genuinely just, don't know. Or they're just catching a, a, a you know, maybe they're just uh, hitching a ride. Right, maybe they're, NASA. like, maybe they're, like, whalers or fishermen. I don't know. Um, cause I think a sloop is like kind of a, it's not like a giant, like pirate ship that you're like, you know, you would envision. I think it is kind of a smaller boat. So maybe it is like a fishing vessel. Well, it's big enough to have a kind. Cook. Well, sure. But I mean, you had, if you're going to be out, yeah, if you're going to be out yeah. on the water for several days, you had to have somebody cook the food. Right. So, right. um, yeah, I don't know. Right, make your own food. Bring bring cereal. Bring cornflakes. Fits in the or maybe right. or maybe they're just or maybe they're just bringing stuff from one place to another. Are they? Maybe they're like 1916 Amazon delivery. This like is gonna just... s- <laughs> this is gonna sound weird. Or I mean, are mm-hmm. they like in the Bahamian Navy? He and his grandfather. Uh, maybe. And they're like. I don't... Have their one day of leave? I mean, I mean in fairness, is... his grandfather, if he's like, let's say he's 15, his grandfather yeah. could be 45. Oh, know? absolutely. His sure. Grandfather sure, sure, doesn't sure. have to be that. I mean, this is, if we're talking about the, in the turn of the century, you know, right. granddad could be way young. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I agree. I'm just, you know, it's just, I, I the, the, the father and son combo just makes a lot more sense right. than the grandfather and son. But <laughs> again, you know, maybe. I don't know. Um, they really yeah, need three syllables, so. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like the Navy, although I don't know what the Bahamian Navy is, is like, so I, I can't say for sure, but it, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like a, like a Navy thing. But no, I it know. doesn't. I was I'm just throwing say out a- anything that happens on the water. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I thinking about it, it feels like maybe they're just like a shipping vessel, you know? Maybe they're just like bringing crates of stuff from one place, yeah, to the next, or maybe crates they're fishermen. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, so. uh, there, I mean, I feel like sometimes in movies they have ships, and you think to yourself, do they do anything on that ship? They're sailors. Right. They're just general sailors. What do you do? We yeah. sail. Why? Right. To sail. That's our right. job. How do you make That's money? Our job. We're we sailors. sail. <laughs> <laughs> Are those the only things you can say? We sa- yeah, we're yeah, sailors yeah. who sail. 
Well, you've got yeah. General Sailor, you've Doesn't got uh, Captain Sailor, you've got right. uh, Private Sailor, Cook Sailor, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, all the sailors. Yeah, it's her yeah. last name. That's that's the the narrator and the grandfather. Their that's last right. name is Sailor. You have you have Best Sailor. But I guess <laughs> I mean like I Best Sailor. Oh my God, forget it. Move on. I mean, I guess oh. if they're that was. Good. I guess if they're not pirates, right? Then they're the people that the pirates would be stealing from. Right. Like, that's what the <laughs> well, pirates are doing. I think it's pirates and everybody else. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But they, they have, they're, they're, they, like, they go to one place and they gather up a bunch of stuff and they take it to the next place. And the place there, they, they pay them money for bringing that stuff to them. Right. And then, the, and then presumably the pirates would attack them. Right. And then steal that stuff. So that's, yeah. I mean, the pirates got to be stealing something. So there's got to be a lot of ships out there. If they're not, if they're not whaling or fishing, then I think they got to be moving stuff from one place to another. By the way, we just sound like the biggest idiots <laughs> like right now. Be like, I mean, I guess you could put stuff on a boat and like move it. I guess is that possible? I mean, I is there like a whole industry around putting, right. let's say, shipping containers on floating vessels and sending right. them around the world? Like maybe recently, like a boat got caught in a canal, and it was like a big deal because like maybe the whole world economy would shut down if they couldn't get it out. But is it? Nah, I don't know. Is it possible that? that our our entire history and an economic <laughs> setup could be based right. around things going to and from on the water? <laughs> I don't see why they didn't just order it online. <laughs> Anyway, it's probably a cruise because that's the only kind of boat I know about. That's right. So I'm going right. to say it's that thing. That's right. I'm sticking um, with this cruise. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, if so, it didn't start as a booze cruise, it certainly ended as a booze cruise. It so. sure did. And yeah. Yeah. I really like it. And if you're doing really it right, like, every cruise ends as a booze cruise. That's right. I really like Well, I think this is a booze cruise. I mean, maybe they don't call it that, but everybody on this boat is drunk. Yeah. This guy's getting drunk. The the first mate gets drunk. The cook's probably drunk. He's eating all. He's like, oh, this course is so good. Oh man, it's great. Um, everybody on this boat's drunk. And I also, I now I. It's love actually cause... like three in the morning. He's like, anybody want corn? Right. I go for some corn. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, let me ask you a question. Does Taco Bell exist yet? No. All right, I'm just gonna have some corn then. <laughs> um. I love because, of course, it's like the beautiful Beach Boys harmonies of like, so hoist up the zombie sail, you know? Yeah. I love that in reality what's happening. The guy's like, come on, hoist up the zombie sail. Let's <laughs> see how the main sail, just see how it sets. Can we just see how it sets and just like get out of here, please? Like, I this guy's just like super home. annoying, complaining. Come on, hoist it up. Do it already. <laughs> Why is it not happening right now? You, are you a hoister? Hoist it up. <laughs> Put the sail up already. He Somebody ate my Somebody call the captain. I want to go home. (laughs) I want to go home. Also, call my. Let me go home. Also, call my dad. He's not here. My grandpa took me here. (laughs) This is the worst trip I have ever been on, you guys. It's the worst. He says that directly in the face of his grandfather. Right. (laughs) And his grandfather says, I spent good money. To get you on this cruise, I just want to say <laughs> it's this 1960. Is the worst. I spent nearly eleven dollars. <laughs> yeah, for two first class tickets. This is the worst, and I can't even. Okay, so you, <laughs> when you guys figure it out, I'm gonna be in my bunk. 
All right, you tell me when we're going. Wait, why are you throwing me off the ship? Okay. <laughs> um. All right, any other thoughts on Sloop John B? No. Okay. It's a real good song. And you, Yeah, you really unlocked the whole thing for me, Michael. I, I was very <laughs> confused. Well done. I feel like I, That's I really got it now. Um, all right. Let's do Expanded Universe. Expanded Universe! Is it possible that this is uh, Brandy's sailor? Oh, yes. that is good. And he good. wants to go home to Brandy? He doesn't want to go home to Brandy because he doesn't care about her. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he was in love is, with the ocean, you guys. Hold on. That is hilarious. Well, yeah. It's hilarious to think that Brandy Sailor is this like whiny little dweeb. <laughs> oh, maybe that's like, why. Maybe maybe this is the port that Brandy was in. They don't specify. Like maybe oh, yeah. Brandy right. was in Nassau and... And right, he was right, like, right. guys, we got to go. We got to go. We got to get out of here. Why? Look. This girl will not leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, look. Look, sweetie, uh, I'm married to the ocean or whatever, but uh, I got to go. Let's. Yeah. He's like, get the sail up. Oh, my God, she's coming. Get the sail up. She's coming down the street right now. Get the sail up. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, sorry. Oh, we're sailing away. Sorry, Brandy. I got go. married to the ocean. Bye. Uh, I should have stolen oh, that locket from the captain's Woo. trunk. <laughs> I oh my locket! I forgot my locket. Ah, oh, forget. It's not worth going oh, back. Oh man. Oh man. I know I get seasick, but I told her my life, my love, and my lady is the sea. And so just let's go. I'll throw up over the edge. Look, he was an honest man. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the answer yes. The answer is yes, Rachel. Yes. There's, there's. I mean, there's a, he. As soon as they finally do get on the water. Uh, I'm assuming they get eaten by a whale, right? Oh, mm, have yeah. to get eaten by a whale. Mm, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Sure. Mm. So yeah. Um, and as yeah. they're so, <laughs> the, the so Bra- so Brandy's sailor is swallowed by a whale. Yes, and and the sailors who aren't swallowed by the whale, as they're like just swimming around in the water and like looking for a. Uh, I guess a door to hold mm-hmm. on to. That's what you hold on to in the ocean. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. Only room for uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, is that Patches? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Patches. Oh, no, Mike. <laughs> That's so good. It's so sad. Oh, poor Patches. Poor Patches. Uh. <laughs> rough. It's rough. Um... Yeah, I mean, I didn't know if this, you know, first of all, this is one of the guys in the in the in the Highwaymen. If this was was that was that Christopherson who was the sailor? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's another good possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, I was wondering if they were singing, you know, while they were drinking in that bar, if they were singing, those were the days. Yes, a hundred percent. Because this, oh, I think they had stuff. If this was nineteen sixteen, yeah, that is a nineteen sixteen song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like was. they had like steins of steins full of rum punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, he's like, I just got back from Germany and I heard this great song and I'm gonna teach it <laughs> to you guys right now. Um, yeah, and they were drinking in that bar and then you know it was got a little later in the night. Yeah, it's kind of cooled off. Everybody's <laughs> hanging out and you know on her world tour, <laughs> straight from uh, straight from the mainland. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Pearl. Yep, she comes on out. And uh, she says, you know, uh, I have a little bar like this back home that I sing in, <laughs> but uh, I have a little and song I want to sing for you guys. She got hired as the entertainer on the ship. That's right. She's playing twice at night in the majestic room <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the 
in the aft. Exactly. <laughs> I said I'd never do cruise ships, but you know what? It's not as bad. It's not as bad once you not, get used to it. It's not bad. It's not bad. And there's Look, an imp- yeah, and yeah. there's an improv troupe who's here. They're fun. Uh, yeah, real fun. The money's yeah, yeah. not bad. You see the world and all the corn you can eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all Pearl needs in life. Yeah. Uh, all right. Very good. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well... I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Feeling antisocial? You can follow the Story Song Podcast on social media. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Story underscore Song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. If you're still feeling antisocial after that, you should probably see a doctor before you hurt someone. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's time for a story behind the story. How did this story come to be? Um, all right. So if you have listened to the show at all, you probably guess what I'm about to say next. But uh, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the whole story of the Beach Boys. Um, you Aww. know, obviously, like, uh, one, you know, maybe second only to the Beatles in terms of the number of things that happened uh, that you could potentially talk about uh, with the Beach Boys. And they went much longer than the Beatles, obviously. I mean, they're technically still around. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm not going to do that. I'll give you a quick... Uh, a little bit about the Beach Boys and then go into uh, the album, Pet Sounds, and then we'll talk about this song and then we'll all get out of here and go home. Um, (laughs) I want to go home. Why won't you let me go home? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So the Beach Boys. Uh, The Beach Boys were formed in Hawthorne, California in 1961. Uh, They consisted of brothers. They were from California? I know. Hard to believe. I know. Although they didn't. Only one of them surfed, but that that's not that's not in the research, Michael. I feel um, I feel like they would have been born they they would have been like from more of like a like an inland kind of mm. state right. with no water. Yeah, yeah. Well they weren't. Like they were Oklahoma. From, from they yeah. were from California. Mm-hmm. Um and uh they consisted of brothers Brian Wilson, Dennis Wilson, and Carl Wilson. Um and their cousin Mike Love and Al Jardine, uh, who was just some guy. Um, but was a friend. Of, it was a friend of theirs, but 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 he was not related to them. Uh, three brothers, a cousin, and then just some dude. So um, this song, Sloop on John B, is from their album Pet Sounds, 
which is their eleventh long forgotten album. Yeah, yeah, not remembered at all. Yeah. Very obscure. Yeah, um, non influential. Didn't matter at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know where the the title Pet Sounds comes from? Isn't there a goat uh, on the cover? Well, there is, but uh, <laughs> the, Mike the goat uh, named it. Mike Love. Mike Love. Uh, this is my uh, goat. Pet Sounds. Uh, the, I mean, there's a number of goats on the on the yeah. front. They're feeding goats on the front cover. But uh, Mike Love uh, did not love this album uh, when he first heard the uh, the music that was going to be on it, and he said it uh, was a an album that only dogs could love. And so Brian that's Wilson pretty named funny. Pet Sounds. So um, Brian Wilson said, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Uh, but you know how how uh, like the Beatles have the White Album and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. technically it's actually called the Beatles and stuff like that. Yeah. How did this not become the Goat Album? I don't know. <laughs> Good, Good point. Question. Um. So uh, this song uh, is from Pet Sounds, uh, which was their eleventh studio album, uh, which was released in 1966. Um. Oh, I also should mention that uh, Sloop John B uh, was released, the single was released March 21st, 1966, uh, recorded by the Beach Boys, written uh, by Nobody Knows, traditional, mm. uh, it's listed, but it was adapted by Brian Wilson. He changed some of the lyrics and some of the chord chords and stuff. Oh, traditional? Um, he wrote some and... of my favorite songs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he did such hits as Ring Around the Rosie, uh, <laughs> Pop Goes the Weasel. <laughs> All the greats, um, <laughs> and I uh, hit number three uh, on the in the week of May seventh, nineteen sixty six. So at this point, the Beach Boys had had a lot of success that we're not going to talk about. <laughs> um, uh, they'd had multiple top ten songs and albums, but the group's leader and main songwriter Brian Wilson had had a few problems dun, dun, coming dun. into coming into this. First of all, the British invasion was in full swing. And he was afraid that Beach Boys were in danger of being left behind, as the surf sound was now considered passe. Secondly, Brian Wilson wanted to be recognized for his songwriting and producing abilities, which he very much deserved, because he is a genius and was, was at the time. Uh, but many critics and industry insiders dismissed him, perceiving the Beach Boys to be little more than half-step up from a novelty band. Now that's, like, connected to the surf sound, like, because they right, so they kind of got. So th- there was no. They felt there was no uh, depth to the songwriting. Right, that it was you know it was all about girls and surfing and cars, which it right. was. Um, but yeah, that they they did not appreciate. And Brian Wilson was was also doing a lot of writing and producing for other artists uh-huh. at the time. Uh, but yeah, they basically were like, yes, the surf sound thing that's over now, um, and it's time to you know put away childish things and focus on more exciting things like the Beatles. Right. So, um, you know, yeah, and he and he felt, and I think correctly so, felt he never got the, at least at that point, had never gotten the recognition that he deserved mm-hmm. because people just thought like, oh, this is just fun little throwaway music, right? But it's right. not that important. Um, and third, but that was uh, mostly Wilson, like due to the content, not necessarily, um, the lyrics or the sound. It was just like what the theme of the music more than anything else, right? right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they they basically. Like, again, it's not true, but they're basically like, these are a bunch of surf, you know, like airheads who like write some fun songs or whatever, but they're not, right. it's not like something we need to really concentrate on. 
Yeah. Um, and again, like that surf sound. Well, it's funny because first of all, you know, the 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 Beach Boys get lumped in with like quote unquote surf music, but they're not. I mean, like they they have almost very little in common with the sound of actual surf music. It's just that all their songs are about surfing. Right. So <laughs> they they got lumped into that, but they actually don't really, they're not really a part of it. They're kind of a one of one. I mean, we talked about this when we did Jan and Dean. Yeah. Like yeah. Jan and Dean sound very much like the Beach Boys. Um, uh, for one big reason is Brian Wilson produced almost all of their songs and, <laughs> and wrote a lot of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, you know, but besides like Jan and Dean, it was, the Beach Boys, there's really no one else like them. Um, they were kind of like a, a one of one in their own genre and they got lumped in with the surf sound cause that was going on at the same time. And they definitely like, you know, capitalized on it. Right. Um, but they didn't never really fit in there anyway. And so all that surf stuff was going away. Um, and it was, you know, it was kind of a fad mm-hmm. and the, the British invasion was coming up. And so Brian Wilson was afraid that they were going to get thrown in the trash along with everything else. Right. Um, surf related. So, I mean, calling um, yourself the Beach Boys <laughs> is yes. Yeah. Well, again, yeah, I contributes mean, to that, right? Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Third Wilson felt immense pressure to keep up with the Beatles, and was strongly affected by the release of the Beatles' Rubber Soul, feeling it was a step forward in the albums as art uh, movement, and that the album had no filler tracks, which was unheard of at the time. Uh, the music industry was very singles focused, and the idea was you you sold a couple of singles. And then you release the album, which was like the three singles everyone liked, and then a bunch of filler songs. Right. Um, and like Brian Wilson was like, "Oh my god, this is Rubber Soul! Like any song on here could be the single. Yeah. There's no filler tracks. They're all it's all good." But that's so kind of interesting because like, I mean, at 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 the time, I think that's that's kind of what music had become. But like earlier on, we've talked about this before. Albums were literally just collections of singles. Well, like, that too. here are the radio yeah. hits. Yeah. So all of the tracks were hits, right? And then little by little, I I think it became, um, they would release an album and then singles from the album, and that's where you would get like the filler tracks. Yeah, I mean, it still was sort of singles first. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're right. It it almost was kind of fake, (laughs) where they would be like, oh, here's the album, and then here's like the three singles from it, like the way we would think about it later. Yeah. Um, it was like, you know, write the singles and then like if we have enough, we'll put it on an album and mm-hmm. again we'll just kinda have a bunch of fluff in there. But yeah. yeah, I mean originally like it was like single, 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 and you'd only really put out the album an album was basically like a greatest hits every time. <laughs> it was like, yeah, here's yeah. all the singles that we've put out and we're gonna put it together on one album. But yeah, it was still like and again, like, you know, Rubber Soul had this like thematic element to it like it wasn't just a collection of songs and yeah, so Wilson was like i want to do that mm-hmm. yeah that's and the ne- that's the next step that's that's sort of the album as art thing that you're talking about where right. there's like a cohesive sound there's a cohesive theme um exactly and the the that was definitely true of the beatles and there were other like concept albums at the time that other bands were doing mm-hmm. um yeah. even like the sinatra concept albums in the 50s were cohesive in terms of sound and and theme in the songs that he was singing and right uh like a consistent arranger that sort of thing right but i mean also i mean obviously sinatra didn't write the songs not, not that it's an attack on him but i'm just saying like right right i mean well like, these, oh, these the albums Beatles, were like, they're, they're doing everything 
but it's not just that necessarily. It's that um, because like, and again, again, as we've like discussed, there are, there are singers, there are songwriters, there are singer songwriters, and they're all legitimate things, but um, they were creating the album as, as the writers, they were creating the album from scratch, which is a different thing. Yeah. Right. And that's, and that's, and that's what, you know, he, he wanted, I mean, in a lot of ways, Wilson wanted to be recognized more as a songwriter and a producer than Mm -hmm. anything else. And so he was like, if I, if I'm going to escape from this, like, you know, being pigeonholed in this surf sound thing, I have to basically do this. I have to have my own rubber soul. Um, and so, and this was uh, also the time of bands being or artists being very comfortable being like studio musicians. Well, what we're going to get we're going to talk about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz we're I, and so anyway, well on top of that, um and and you know, perhaps at least somewhat influenced by this, uh Brian Wilson was feeling very burnt out from touring. Uh on December 23rd, 1964, Wilson had a massive panic attack on a flight from LA to Houston. And soon after announced to the band that he would no longer be touring with them anymore. That must have been uh, the Brian worst was... trip he had ever been on. <laughs> Baby. Uh, Brian uh, announced to the band he would not be touring with them. Brian was replaced on the road by Glenn Campbell. What? Oh, wow. Um, who would uh, later be best known for songs like By the Time I Get to Phoenix, Rhinestone Cowboy, and Southern Nights. Like a rhinestone cowboy. Was he not yeah. known at that point? I mean, I think he was a little known. Right. He definitely, he had his bigger hits later. He wasn't Glenn Campbell, um, though, at that point. He wasn't Glenn Campbell. Got yet, it. But he was, but he was basically like, he was Brian Wilson on the road. He right. He would do all Brian Wilson's parts. Got it. When they toured around. Um, so freed up from touring duties, uh, Brian Wilson went into the studio and began work on new material, which is noticeably more experimental and complex. He also started recording new songs without the band using Mm -hmm. studio musicians, which the band was out on tour and he's doing studio musicians. But as Michael has mentioned, not unheard of at the time. Right. It was, that was a pretty normal thing (laughs) to just be like, okay, the band's out on tour. We're going to record an album. How are you going to do that? The band's out on tour. Well, we're going to get all the studio (laughs) musicians to do it. Basically they recorded essentially as backing tracks. And then when the band came back, they would record the vocals. Um, and that, well, that know, is that's... true. That that wasn't exactly what I was talking about, but that that is very true. Well, I just mean like that was not that was not like unheard of, right? It, that didn't like that would seem crazy now if you were like, oh, this new Foo Fighters album, like yeah, a bunch of random studio musicians right. <laughs> made it. Like you would ex- at least expect. I mean, obviously, like other musicians play on it, but you would expect that the band itself is like the main, you know, yeah. people making the music. Um, so yeah, so th- so basically, he was like making the albums while they were out on tour. But what I was um, talking about in terms of studio musicians is is actually what you were talking about beforehand. Like at th- this was around the point. Like when did the Beatles stop touring? Well, I mean, they stopped touring what like sixty, I guess around this time, right? Sixty six, sixty seven, I think. Yeah, like there, there, there seemed to be more of a comfort in like our. Oh, creative yeah, output just, is going. Right. We are studio musicians. These mm. are right. studio creations. Right, 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 right. right. We're not necessarily going to take it on the road. We're not necessarily going to try and recreate it. The the experience is what we create in the yeah, studio. Yeah, the, the album isn't to to promote the tour. Right. The album right, is right. the is the work. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, uh, okay. So it's now 1965. The Beach Boys released three albums in 1965 alone. Yeesh. Wow. Um, which might give you a clue as to why <laughs> Brian Wilson maybe was a bit burnt out. <laughs> um, so they released three albums in 1965. The Beach Boys today has an, has an exclamation point. Uh, summer day, uh, yeah, summer days and summer nights, two exclamation points <laughs> and a parentheses. Uh, and then finally, the much more subdued Beach Boys party. No, I was kidding. That also had an exclamation point. Beach so, Boys party. I don't see why they were um, afraid that they were not going to be taken seriously <laughs> with titles like that. Like Beach Boys today and, and Boys summer party. days and summer nights and Beach Boys party. Beach Boys party. Um, Beach Boys party sounds like an album you get free when you buy a surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, Beach Boys party is a very weird album. <laughs> Um, well, Beach Boys Party. Go ahead. I mean, I was gonna say it's is it's like in '65. It's right before they released Pet Sounds. So right. Well, basically, they they he'd done the first two albums, right? Yeah. And then the stu- the the label or whatever is like, we want a Beach Boys release for Christmas. And Brian Wilson's like, guys, <laughs> I already put out two albums. So Beach Boys Party is basically they just went into the studio. And it's very lo-fi, and they just like re- did a bunch of covers, yeah, like in a day. And it's like you hear them like fooling around, like it's a party, mm-hmm. and that's where Barbara Ann comes from. Got if you it. ever heard their yeah. their cover of Barbara Ann, that's like very sloppy and like you know, uh, like on purpose or not on purpose, but they were just like that's the like the concept of the album is they're just like hanging out in the studio, just like playing music. Mm. And so yeah, so that's what Beach Party's. That's party kind of Love fun. It. It's weird, yeah. It's a that's weird a album. That deserves an exclamation point. I really yeah. <laughs> love uh, the title of Summer Days and Summer Nights because the album yeah. title is Summer Days and it's almost like they they kind of like wrote in by hand and Summer Nights, wink. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Look how cute don't this forget. is. Love it. I don't know if, are they going to get it? Let's let's put an exclamation point. No. No, let's put two exclamation points <laughs> on it. Just so we really emphasize the Summer Nights part of it. <laughs> um, so, okay. So the next album release was Pet Sounds which was recorded between January and April 1966 and was released on May 16th, 1966. Um, the album is now considered a masterpiece, but at the time was met with a lukewarm reception by critics, the record-buying public. Mm. The, album, the album peaked at number 10, and even the other members of the band, as I mentioned, Mike Love, not a fan. Now, I had always heard that Mike Love was not a fan of Pet Sounds. Um, I had listened to a podcast. Uh, there's a, there was a podcast called Rivals, which sadly has, has stopped now. But it was about music rivalries. And they did one on Brian Wilson and Mike Love. And I have to say, I still think Mike Love is a jerk and he's wrong. But, but I did come away with a better understanding of his point of view. Which is to say that when Brian Wilson was recording, writing and recording Pet Sounds, the Beach Boys were on tour in Japan. And Mike Love comes back. They had a great time in Japan. Uh, Mike Love comes back, and Brian was like, "Here, I want to play you the new music that I that I wrote <laughs> and recorded." And Mike Love is basically like, "Dude, what are you doing? Like, we want to. We're a rock band. Right. We want to go on tour to places like Japan. We want to play rock songs, like drop acid and get laid. <laughs> and just he's like, just write songs about girls and cars." 
and like surfing. Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> we're the Beach Boys, right. man. Just write songs like that. Like, and I get it. Like, again, Mike Love is a, is is a, is a total scumbag. But I can kind of understand. He's like, we just want to be a rock band. Right. Can we just can you just let us be a rock band? And we're just gonna go and like do rock shows and like just be a rock band. Like, what is this like? This like crazy stuff that you're doing. So I mean, that's well, it's nice that you didn't it. take sides. Um, <laughs> but I think that, I mean that's got to be difficult when you are when you see such a clear delineation of wanting to go a different direction than right. the, the rest of the band. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. E- well, the thing thinking, is, it's not the forward thinking or however it is. It's that's going to cause conflict. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, again, like like I said, like I get it. Like he was like, I don't want, I don't care about Rubber Soul. Right. Like I don't want to redefine the album. I just want to be in a rock band. Right. <laughs> like, you know, and again, like, I mean, I'm not going to get into it. Mike Love did a number of like disgusting underhanded things. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't and when that. he finally, when he finally wrested control from the band away from Brian, uh, they, of course, the output, they, the, the thing that they created was Kokomo. So what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is Mike Love was right the whole time because Kokomo <laughs> slaps. Um, that was a great song, Dan. <laughs> anyway, John Stamos' so, best work. <laughs> sure. So, so he gets back uh, from the tour. He's like, "What is this Goat album? We right. just had a Beach Boys party on tour. We had right. a great summer days and summer nights. Right. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing to the Beach Boys today?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Brian Wilson's is like, I got our next three album titles. We did it. Um so uh yeah, so uh the first signal single uh off the album was uh, Caroline No, what? um, which is a great oh, God, I love that song. But also what? I totally get it. <laughs> when you're just if you were Mike Love what? or really anyone and just being like, What is this? It was I discovered I did not know this, because I love Caroline No. The single was credited to just Brian Wilson, Ooh. not the Beach Boys. Who's and by oh, really? whose, uh, by whose command? I don't know, but it. I mean, I guess he asked for it, and the label agreed. Yeah. But yeah, the single is credited just to Brian Wilson hmm. as oh. as his first solo effort. So, Interesting. Um. So the second single was Sloop John B. Now. Pretty much everything I've already talked about uh, doesn't relate to the song Sloop John B. Okay. <laughs> because uh, it is, as, as we mentioned, it's the only song on the album that was not written by Brian Wilson, although he did adapt the chord structure and he did change some of the lyrics. Um, I read on Wikipedia about how he changed the chord structure. I didn't understand any of it, uh, sure. but I believe that he probably did a lot of very good and important work. Uh, he did make it kind of, you know, it's a very simple song. It's a folk song. He made it more complex. Um, basically, you know, kind of, it was like a, this chord, then this chord, then this chord, and this chord, and now there's like six different chords that are all mixed together. Um, if what I understood from Wikipedia is, is correct. Um, and, and then, you know, and then he, he did all the, the harmonies and everything that the Beach Boys are famous for. Um, so the record company was concerned that the music on Pet Sounds was not commercial enough and wanted one standalone song that could be used as a single. Uh, Wilson took Al Jardine's advice to cover... Uh, to record a cover of an old uh, folk song, which had re- was originally published in 1916, with the title "The John B. Sales," uh, but has also been called throughout the years "I Want to Go Home," <laughs> "Wreck of the John B.," "Hoist of the John B. Sales," and of course "Sloop John B." Man, 
So if, if Wreck of the John B is one of them, that really changes what this song could be about. Yes. I'm telling you it's about the whale. <laughs> I mean, that's probably it. I mean, the it does give Evan Fitzgerald over here. I mean, even if you don't change the song at all, it gives the the song a sense of foreboding, right? Right. That is yeah. the, is this ship going to sink? That's what I'm saying. On the way home. So the idea of yeah, this is the worst there's... trip I've ever been on really takes on a new meaning. Yeah. <laughs> you think it's bad now? Like he <laughs> Yeah, I this whole time he he spends talking about wanting to leave not knowing that as soon as they leave there's going to be a shipwreck. Yeah. Yeah. So, um Aldridine had remembered a 1958 version by the Kingston Trio uh and suggested to Brian Wilson it could work for the Beach Boys. Wilson originally resisted the idea, but eventually agreed. We come on this loop, John B. My grandfather and me. Around Nassau town we did roam. So as I mentioned, there were some lyrical differences. Uh, the original said, well, I feel so break up, mm-hmm. uh, which was changed to I feel so broke up. Um Originally, it was the first mate. He got drunk and broke up the people's trunk. I don't know what that mm. means. And I couldn't find any information. I assume that's probably some boating term or something. Yeah. Um, it's everybody's trunk. <laughs> right. You got one trunk. You got to. Right. You gotta... Yeah. Uh, it's something about it was, communism. It's something about breaking up say, communism. Yeah. The captain was a communist. So <laughs> it wasn't. It, it was everybody's trunk. It was everybody's corn, which is why the cook could eat some. That's right. Um, <laughs> but uh, obviously that was changed to and broken the captain's trunk. And then originally it was, this is the worst trip since I've been born. Ooh. That uh, was changed to, this is the worst trip I've ever been on, um, which uh, people assumed was a sly reference to an acid trip. This is the worst trip I've ever been on, which would have been- oh. A popular thing at the yeah, time. Yeah, it makes so, sense. Um, well, maybe obviously, that's it. yeah. Maybe uh, well, this, I mean, maybe I think this it was. whole thing, this whole song is just an acid trip. That would make uh, yeah, much I, more sense. Yeah, yeah. In that, it makes no sense. Yeah, uh, much like an acid trip. So, yeah, that would make sense. Um, so that's it. The Beach Boys version of Sloop John B was ranked number twenty, uh, number twenty-six, number two hundred seventy-six on the Rolling Stones list of the five hundred greatest songs of all time. And Pet Sounds was ranked at the number two album on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. Wow. wow. Right behind the album that uh, was directly influenced by Pet Sounds, which is Sgt. Pepper's. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's it. Again, obviously much more to talk about with the Beach Boys, but we're not going to eh, do it here. Really? Is there? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we'll, uh, I we'll will probably... say this about Sloop John B. Yeah. Um, Every time I listen to it, there's that opening, like that one note in the beginning mm-hmm. that totally reminds me of the opening of uh, The Night Chicago Died, mm. like that weird synthesized <laughs> siren. It's like the same exact note almost. And the funny thing about that is... Uh, Sloop John B was 276 on Greatest Songs of All Time. Uh, yeah. The Night Chicago Died was 275. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Not true. Not true Crazy. at all. Crazy. <laughs> because The Night Chicago Died was number three, you guys. <laughs> also, <laughs> also not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, it's funny, Number Michael, two is I'm... the Night Chicago Died instrumental. <laughs> uh, Michael. Yes. The opening note to Sloop John B. Uh-huh. Uh, in my mind, or I should, maybe I should say the other way around, uh, sounds a lot like the um, notification sound on an iPhone. Oh. So whenever I yeah. hear an iPhone go ding, mentally I always fill in the ding, do-do-do-do-do-do. Come on, the Sloop John B. So, uh, yeah, it sounds exactly the same to me. We come on the Sloop John B. Hope you don't get a lot of text messages then. Uh, no, I, I, I purposely text people so they text me back so then I can sing <laughs> Sloop John B. I mean, I could just play it, I guess, but... Whatever. The more the more um, people text me, the the I'm further busy. into the song I get. Sure. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we're gonna take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with lessons learned. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, uh, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. I'm playing this jazzy salsa rhythm to talk to you about algorithms. The best way to help people find the show is to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. All those five-star reviews cause Apple's algorithm to do something I don't understand for reasons no one understands. But the result is more people listening to and enjoying the Story Song Podcast. And if you leave us a five-star review, we'll read it on the show. Now... Enough talk. Let's dance. All right, we're back. It's time for lessons learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Uh, Rachel, let's start with you. What lesson did you learn from Sleep John B? Well, here's what I have to say. They say that it's a a dying profession, Mm -hmm. but a travel agent 
can really make sure that this is the best trip you've ever been <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, they'll do things like make sure that you get the right meal plan mm -hmm. and that you pre-book your excursions so you know where you're getting on the boat. And they'll make sure that you get travel insurance in case it is the worst trip and you want to go home immediately. <laughs> yeah. So They could um, actually probably get you a discount on Wi-Fi on the ship, too. That's right. And you guys, you don't even pay them. You know, they're paid by the Sloop John B to make yeah. sure you get on the boat. <laughs> That's true. So utilize them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe at that time a travel agent was the people who would uh, get you drunk in a bar and then you would wake <laughs> up on the ship and find out you work there. <laughs> so, That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. A little different. You know, the industry has changed over the years. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I hadn't even thought of that yet cause, because uh, that's the reason he was doubly mad. He's like, first of all, I stupidly picked the only grits and corn meal plan, A, <laughs> and then B, now I don't even get that. Somebody ate it, somebody ate it all up. It was bad enough when that's all I was going to eat in the first place. It costs a little It costs a little extra, but sometimes it makes sense to, to spring for the specialty restaurants. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Just once or twice during the trip. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, which meal plan are you going to want? You're going to want uh, corn and grits, or uh, you're going to want literally grits everything else? <laughs> Just corn and grits, I guess. Uh, yeah. I really like corn. This is corn and grits. Um, and an inside cabin. Can I go to the dessert buffet? No. Yeah. Yes, Just you can. Food. What do you have? Cornbread. Oh! <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to say that uh, what I learned uh, from the song is that it can be Sheriff Johnstone or Sheriff Johnstone, which, guys, <laughs> really makes you think. <laughs> mm. Mm. Michael, what'd you learn? From Still think it's the guy from Game of Thrones. Um, I learned that if you are going on a long journey on a ship, you are going to want to bring the essentials: uh, life preserver, sure, mm -hmm. traveler's checks, check, sure, um, and a couple extra cans of corn, yeah, yeah, just in case, <laughs> just in case the uh, the cook catches the fits. That's Absolutely. right. Eats uh, up all which your you corn. Might do. You need cabin yeah, yeah. corn is what you need. You need cabin yeah. corn. Yeah. You you know what you do? You just there are pockets in that life jacket, you just fill them with cans of corn. That's right. Yep. And yeah, yeah. everything will be great. <laughs> um and if I may, I did learn one other thing. Sure. And that is that um Popeye's father was played by Ray Walston <laughs> yeah. in the Popeye movie. There you go. And that was my favorite Martian. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's my second yeah. favorite Martian. Um, man, that Popeye movie is insane. But uh, that's that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> totally. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. Follow us on the socials, like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you can leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll be certainly appreciate it. Uh, like I said, come on back next week. Tell your friends. Uh, tell your enemies. Uh, tell anyone you want. Tell the captain back ashore. Tell the captain ashore <laughs> to come on. I mean, that wouldn't that make your trip better if you listen to the Story Song Podcast? I'd say yeah. it does. Uh, yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Cazell. We'll be back at you next time. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. 
Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the Story Song on what we can do is we can close out of this and we can go on google meets i guess i guess i don't guess yes we could do that <laughs> i don't know why i said it like that <laughs> i guess i'm gonna call him i'll put my okay. speaker